Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Open home hour. We throw the doors or phones open to you, the Arizona homeowner at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Text questions to 411-923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. Our 10 o'clock hour, our fourth and final hour of our weekly broadcast. And we're going to start by going backwards. A little follow-up from a caller we had, I think it was two weeks ago now. They all blend together so fast. Uh, Mitch had uh, called in and had this issue with his water running in his toilet that just couldn't quite nail down. Running every so often for about 10 seconds. So I replaced the flapper. Okay. Problem still persisted. Okay. I replaced, took the tank off, replaced the entire flush valve. Problem still persisted. I swapped out flappers again. Still same problem. So I called Romy. He suggested putting Vaseline around where the flapper contacts the flush valve That's to make right. sure there's a good seal. I did that. Still, I did the food color test. Still getting color in the bowl. So just the other day, I took the tank off and took the flush valve out and put silicone seal on both sides of the gasket to go between the flush okay. valve and the inside of the tank. Put it all back together. Still doing it. Swap flappers again. Still doing it. I'm at a loss. Yeah, I, would, I think it's time no for a new toilet. Water or anything like that. I don't know how this is happening now. Man, oh man, Mitch, I'm at a loss as well. So, Mitch, are you ready to write something down? We're going to pay for Rosie Certified Stampede Plumbing to come to your house and solve that problem. And then we'll find out what it is. And then I get to add that to my database. And the next time I'm asked this question, I can look like an expert. Which is my specialty. <laughs> not not being one. Just, right. Just trying to look like one. Being the gatekeeper of all the information. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when we took this call from Mitch on air a couple weeks ago, Jennifer in the call screening room, how many phone calls did you get with solutions for this? Well, I got quite a few, and I tried to take good notes on all of them. And a lot of them had to do with that tube. So... Kind of one one was actually a plumber from Tucson. That's right. right. Everybody everybody wanted to make sure they'd all had their own problems. They wanted to share that with us. We and I do document those because a lot of times it really helps us solve an issue. And then Janet had some. She had a trick with rubber bands. Well, Janet is a regular caller and listener, and she's alone, so she she listens for all the good tips. And she wanted us to know that she had a toilet she's kept running with the same toilet since 1974, and she has a neighbor who's got a toilet that's 50 years old. But one of the and I'm not opposed to making things last a <laughs> long sure time. That's, that's not called but, an outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> those are six gallon of uh, flush toilets, and oh, they've got it down herself. to one point six. Yeah, and the toilet's the single largest water using appliance in our home. Inside the home. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me just tell you real quick. Her, so she called back because she had even another fix that she'd done. You know those little bolts on the inside of the toilet. Yes. Right. So it was leaking from there. So she tried some different things, and then she had the idea to take a rubber band and wrap. Well, first she wanted to undo the bolts, you know, from the 
from the washer, and she couldn't do it because she's older and it was too hard. So she thought, I'm going to stop it by wrapping a rubber band around it. So she wrapped a rubber band around the head on the inside of the toilet, and it kept floating up. So then she took one of those little screwdrivers you fix your glasses with, and she stuffed that little rubber band all in around it, and she fixed it. And she died laughing. Tell me about it. A rubber band (laughs) band gasket repair by Janet. There you go. Well, that's going to be added to our database. Well, Stampede Plumbing, in fact, did get out to Mitch's house. We've got Mitch here now uh, back on air. Let's see what we found out. Mitch, we appreciate you working with us here to solve your problem. I appreciate what you did. I can't thank you enough for sending sending Stampede out because uh, plumbers aren't in my budget right now. But Anthony came out, and it took him literally about two minutes to fix the whole thing. (laughs) He looked at it, and he said that the tube that comes off the fill valve that goes into the overflow tube was too long, and it was siphoning water from the tank into the bowl. And I don't know why it started, because I replaced that Flowmaster valve. It's been a few years, and all of a sudden it decided to, to start siphoning. But all I did was cut a few inches off that hose, and that solved the problem. Oh, that's fantastic. I learned something new. I, it, I was in disbelief at first. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch, we appreciate you uh, putting your trust in Rosie on the house. This is just another example of how we put our resources together to solve any dilemma you might have at your house, home, castle, or cabin yep. in Arizona. Well, I've been listening for years, and uh, it's been a long time before I've hired any type of uh, contractor that is not referred on your website. So, well, <laughs> well, Mitch, thanks a million. Thank you. Thank you very much. I can't thank you enough. All right. So we got Mitch taken care of. We've got another little piece of information we can add to the website rosieonthehouse.com which is a website we've been doing this phone in question and answer home improvement show for 30 years and every question that we've ever been asked with the appropriate correct answer can be found on that web page it is like a giant encyclopedia for homeowners having to do with anything about your house, home, castle, or cabin. So thanks to Mitch being willing to work with us here to get the problem solved. The tip, again, is when you flush your toilet, the tank of the toilet drains into the bowl. That activity starts the siphon action that empties the bowl. And as the flapper comes down and the tank starts getting filled up, there's another little black tube that's pointed down into the filler tube that fills the water in the bowl at the same point the water in the tank is being filled up. If you didn't have that little black hose filling up the bowl, once you flushed the toilet, the bowl would be dry and the tank would be filled again. So what was happening at Mitch's house is that black tube was left a little bit too long, and the natural law of physics was actually just siphoning water out of the tank constantly into the bowl. Well, the bowl can't be overfilled. It automatically starts draining. 
So that was the perpetual leak that Mitch was dealing with. We solved it. One more little piece of toilet tidbit you can find at rosyonthehouse.com. And if you want to see where the what happens to that water once it l- goes down past the bowl and into the drain system. Uh, Why would you want to see that? It's, it's animated. <laughs> Phoenix.gov slash water has a new video that they posted that goes through the treatment system. You know, they manage over 5,000 miles of sewer lines underground that all get uh, channeled to uh, treatment plants. A lot of that water is actually what powers Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant for cooling the reactors and the water inside the chamber. Uh, A lot of it it goes back into groundwater recharging, and the water and solids are used for non-edible uh, crops like alfalfa and cotton and stuff like that. So it's pretty fascinating and it quite uh, quite a testament to the infrastructure that we have here in Arizona because I tell you what, with this many people, if we didn't have that and it all piled up pretty quick... Pretty boom! quick. Doesn't it make you We would wonder? not have the quality of life we have in the state. <laughs> I'd love to do some research on urban sanitation... For Greece or Rome. From a thousand years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Where did it all go? Downhill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> I guess that's why all the expensive real estate was higher up the hill. <laughs> that's probably how that started. That's yeah. where the tradition started, I guess. <laughs> oh, mercy. Yeah, so then you look in the Mediterranean. Where does the water flow from there? (laughs) All right, so uh, one more way that we work to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend is our annual home maintenance calendar that's relatively new, but we have our third uh, edition out, our third printing for 2020. We will be doing the mass mailing a little bit later into December. So if you have requested one in the past, don't worry. You don't need to request a new one. We'll continue sending an annual one. Uh, until you ask to stop receiving it. But if you'd like to be on that mailing list and get a free home maintenance calendar, it's our homeowner's handbook, an annual guide to maintaining your home, castle, or cabin. Just send us an email at info at rosyonthehouse.com and let us know the address you would like us to send that to. And we'll mail it to you, and you can follow along every month. It'll give you the main topic that we'll be talking about uh, this month long. It's our outdoor living hour. And then... It'll also have our weekly to-dos that we cover both in garden and landscape. And we'll have our weekly to-do that talks about pet care coming up here at 1032. And we don't venture much into pets. There's enough resources out there pet-related. But to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend, and, you know, it's the number of homes that have pets in them are so crazy that, you know, occasionally we we come around to it and we'll talk about pet safety for the holidays. I'm surprised in that article how many foods— are downright lethal to our pets. And a lot of it revolves around holiday food. So we'll be covering that at, at the 1032 break and taking your calls at one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you. Don't get your windows replaced until you get an education and a quote from the experts at Pella Windows. So we've got Adam Homer in. Do you often change the window product as you go around the house? 
oftentimes customers wanting to turn a window into a door. If somebody wants to take a an operable window, maybe that they don't ever open, we turn those into picture windows. Would you change glazing options as you go around a house? You know, I guess intuitively it kind of makes sense. I mean, I understand why people think that maybe I'll, I'll do, uh, you, you know, your best sun defense glass on the west and south exposure and maybe do something different uh, and less expensive on the north and east side of the house. I mean, when it's 115 degrees outside, it's 115 degrees outside, whether the sun's on it or not. I mean, you're going to put sun defense glass if you're here in the valley uh, throughout your whole home. Take the time to think through the right door and window. Tell us two locations in Scottsdale and Tucson. Find them at rosieonthehouse.com under Certified Partners. talking about the power of the Rosie on the House website and all the information it contains for you, the Arizona homeowner. And the great thing about that is it's free. All this information about Arizona homeownership lives at Rosie on the House, as well as the number one contractor referral directory in the estate. Not the estate. The <laughs> in state, this state. In this state of Arizona. We have one, uh, the Maricopa County number one contractor referral directory, for 10 years in a row. We have just recently won the number one contractor referral directory in Tucson. That makes us, over and above every other referral directory available to you, the number one source for you to find great contractors to get work done at your house. Like Mitch, the homeowner, just said, it's been a long time since he's let anybody on his property that wasn't Rosie certified. You plug in your zip code under the tab Certified Partners. Which category of certified partner would you like at your house? And we try and give you a couple choices. Now, if you're looking for roofing down in Tucson, I'd like to congratulate the Rosie certified roofer down there West Coast Roofing, which is one of the people you'll find under the roofing category. West Coast Roofing just won one of the top 150 roofing companies in America by Roofing Contractor Magazine. And what's interesting about that, a lot of these awards you have to submit and apply for, they didn't even know they'd won that. Somebody called and told them, and they're like, what? Great. You won't find... More award-winning contractors and service providers anywhere than if you look at rosieonthehouse.com. Shall we try and get this call real quick? We do, and as we go to it, I'm looking at my log notes here, and I'm supposed to give away Suns tickets this time. This is to take on the Brooklyn Nets, 6 o'clock on November 10th. Here's a trivia question. You text the answer to 411 at 923, and we'll pick a random right winner at the end of this programming segment. How many different logos have the Suns had over the years? If you That question was asked on our newsletter that we send out digitally on Thursday. Give everyone a chance to look up the answers, or if you just know it because you're a Suns fan, fanatic, uh, Congratulations. Text that answer to 411923, and we'll pick a random right winner at the end of this programming segment. We're going to go to Ken, working on some copper water lines. Good morning, sir. Oh, good morning, guys. 
Yes. Uh, so I am um, in the process of trying to fix a water hammering issue, and I discovered that I have some lines that are was not um, attached properly, and they were just like basically free floating in the wall. So I'm attaching. Uh, I have copper lines, as you know, and I'm attaching those copper clips. Mm-hmm. My question is, can I just use a drywall screw? Is there going to be any kind of, uh, uh, I'm not sure what the word is, Hazard. But, uh, degrading of that clip Oh no, regular drywall screw? No, not at all. Um, you're not worried, all. will that drywall screw touching that copper rust out? Corrode. Yes. Electrolysis. Corrode. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, you could always switch to a zinc-coated screw if you were worried about it. But as far as I know, that's not going to create any type of issue because the clip itself, you know, is only holding the copper wire. No water's running through it. It's just it's running through the inside of the line itself, and you should be fine okay. with drywall screws if that's what you have at the house. Now, Ken, yeah. I, I don't know why the copper lines are loose, but just anchoring them won't eliminate the air hammer you're you're gonna right. have you're gonna have to put an air hammer arrestor inside the system somewhere okay could um i'm the noise is actually coming from where i thought it was inside the wall uh i'm more it's more likely coming in the attic um and can you add it can you determine which plumbing fixture more often than not causes the problem it's the washing machine. Okay. Uh, you can actually go to the website and, and Google Sioux Chief, like the Indian tribe Sioux, S-I-O-U-X, Sioux Chief. Okay. Air hammer arrestor. Order one for about $12 for the washing supply line. Install that, and you'll solve the problem. And then you might want to check the pressure on your house. And make sure you're not over 65 pounds PSI when it comes into the house. Check the pressure. So, um, yeah, so I, I've done that. Good. Um, I have, I was at 70, so I brought it down to 60. Perfect. Um, and uh, I have added those uh, hammer arresters to the washer, and it's still happening. Oh, then we've got something else going on. And is it yeah. is it the air hammer or is it changed to that rattling where you just hear the the pipes loose in the wall, or is it still that real hard? Um, yes, it's the hard noise. Um, I I I haven't really tested it since I uh, I mean I I was listening to your program. I said, dang it, I'm going to call these guys. Um, I have attached it. I've shored up the pipes, but I have not uh, tested it yet. Okay. Well, you're yeah. you're proceeding along the right lines. You've got the walls open. You're re-anchoring the copper uh, pipe. Uh, that Don't. spark arrestor should have taken care of it. If not, you may have to replace the solenoid in your washing machine. It may be instantaneously shutting the water off. It should be using a, a fraction of a second, not a nanosecond. If it's shutting it off too fast... That's what's causing the problem. And replacing a solenoid in that washing machine will very often solve that particular problem. And don't close up the drywall till we get this solved. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. 
And we'll raise up our glasses against evil forces saying Whiskey for my man, beer for my horses Not a good idea, Willie. That's that's why Willie Nelson looks like he's been rode hard and put up wet, and I guess his horses must look the same way. But he's he woke up still not dead today, as far as I know. <laughs> that's one of his new songs. Oh really? I woke up still not dead. <laughs> I woke up still not dead. <laughs> I thought you he's, made that up. <laughs> no, he he's looked like that for about the last thirty years. Oh, yeah, man. I think it was about fifteen or twenty years ago. We all went as a family out to the. Um, the west side to watch him and he was like an hour and a half late and pretty blitzed when he got out on stage so. if you want to read a good book read his bio it okay. is it is unbelievable unbelievable from the very beginning to current it's well an amazing career one of the reasons gary chose that particular song is because one of the things we wanted to talk about is what not to feed your pets especially this holiday season and it's in our you don't feed your horses beer. It's in the t- it's in our tip of the week. Uh, I don't. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> mercy, but but alcohol actually can even cause death in in certain animals. So do not feed your pet um, it, uh, any form of alcohol at all. But did did you know? Not even to feed them milk. I mean, I used to feed some of my my pups uh, dairy products to kind of enrich their coat and stuff, but milk and dairy are horrible for dogs. Chocolate's a biggie too, right? Chocolate. Chocolate's a, bad... a big bad no yeah. no. Yeah, just feed them dog food. Which and there's a lot like... of it laying around this time of year. Yeah, this yeah. is true. They just stay so much healthier if you just feed them their, a good dog food. Don't even feed or them kitty food. An Susan. avocado <laughs> or citrus. Or all things listed as, or, or nuts. These are things not to feed. Grapes and raisins can kill a dog. I've never seen Who a dog eat a grape or raisin, but I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. I've seen. They lick their behind. I'm sure they'd eat a grape if they got hungry enough. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't have much taste buds. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't feed them yeast dough. Don't feed them. Salt or salty snack foods. So just, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in Purina Pro Plan. And that and some training uh, snacks, and that's about all my dogs get. They seem to be pretty happy with that. Well, and so much of this isn't necessarily designed to us personally, but how many people do you have over that do things to your pets that you don't that's ask a, them to? That's or, a great point. Or, you know. That's true. People are really guilty of that. Um, when they can get to a horse, they love to bring them snacks. And you'll see signs posted, please do not feed my horse. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, or somebody that can't resist the way an animal looks at begging. you, begging, and mm-hmm. they're at the table, and they're, you're slipping them something under the table. You know, No grapes or raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Since you own horses, is it okay to feed them an apple? Oh, yeah. That doesn't hurt a horse at all. Yeah. No, in fact... Uh, in the springtime, when our apples are, you've got to thin apples to get big apples. If you left them all on, you'll get, you know, like little grape size apples. When we thin them, what we do with all the ones we've thinned off, we'll just throw them in the horse troughs and they love them. Now, I, and I tell you, their coat shines a little brighter in the springtime. I don't know if it's because of the apples, <laughs> but 
It, it's been noticeable the last well, few the years. The apple a day thing must be working for horses, too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's a lot of other things they can get into that aren't food-related, like um, whatever you might put in the water well of your Christmas tree. There's lots of things and products you can put in there. I think one of the recipes even calls for Clorox. So, so just be careful. If you have pets in the house, just stick to water. All right. You can find more information on this at rosieonthehouse.com. It is our weekly to-do holiday pet care. Take care of your pets. And wrap up on a trivia question real quick. It's four. That's how many different logos the Suns have had. And congratulations. If your phone number ends in 9251, send us the address you'd like the tickets mailed to, and we'll send you to see. What logo did they have when they won the NBA championship? I don't think we did. We lost to the Bulls, like on game seven or. Yeah. Very good, Roman. Very good. I was just testing you. You know sports. Wow. You know, I just remember that. That was the only year I, I think I ever, well, that time frame when, when we had Barkley and KJ and Long Range Ainge and Thunder yeah. Dan. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we, we, we watched the Suns religiously during that that era of time. And, uh, you know, Jordan and Pippen they, were on the Bulls and they the made big rival. Fun. Fun basketball, that's for sure. When we talk about utilities, one that we don't haven't highlighted a lot of is Southwest Gas. You know, that's a pretty big utility provider. And Love Southwest Gas. You always hear about the blue stake, and here's why you blue stake. Two homes were evacuated in Green Valley. This is out of Green Valley News. On Tuesday, when workers about 6 o'clock hit the Southwest Gas line that triggered evacuation. Now, think about this. Tuesday afternoon at 6 p.m., gas leak. How long do you think it took them to get that? repaired oh i bet not long <laughs> 90 minutes yeah that's impressive that's impressive you know i don't know how far away the maintenance yard was or the dispatch from the vehicle but 90 minutes to get that locked up nice work guys. well in in 40 years of building and remodeling across arizona i can say i'm very happy i've only ever had to place one emergency phone call <laughs> to southwest gas and we blue staked the property and it was on the side of Camelback Mountain. And our backhoe hit a pretty substantial line and tore it completely open. And there's natural gas just, I mean, it's just spewing. No spark. Southwest Gas was there in minutes. In minutes. And you know what the guy did? He probably lit it on fire. He just lit it on fire. <laughs> Which you can't I mean, do was, with a match. It was a flame. No, no, I mean, it was a flame that was shooting 60 feet in the air. I, I wouldn't test it, but they say that open running propane, it would blow out a match before the oh, match would, yeah. it. Yeah. I still wouldn't test it personally. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we we were covered because we had blue staked, and it was a line that they just had lost track of. But, boy, uh, but that's one of the scariest moments I've ever had in the building <laughs> trades. Something interesting, if you haven't seen the new request for an, another APS rate hike, something buried in that article was very interesting. One of the things that they're considering with this is controlling thermostats or air conditioners as a utility company. And they would this would allow APS to lower the thermostat early in the day to pre-cool the house when rates are low and then raise thermostats during afternoons when rates are high, reducing power demands on stress when the grid's highest. They're talking about... Super cool it. Being able to super cool your home from the utility company. I wonder I wonder if they'll only do it with a Rosie on the house certified thermostat. I don't, I don't know. But that that was so interesting to it me. It took it's me a, ten that, years for them to even 
for 10 years, they thought I was insane. And, and now, now they, it's in all their articles. And now they want to do be able to control the super cooling at your home or, or allow if you signed up for that mm-hmm. option. <laughs> wow, look what you started. Oh, boy. Uh, now, I know that that new rate increase has triggered a lot of anger in people, and I'm not defending APS, but here's some of the other utility headlines from across the state, across the country. Sparks fly in Ohio over nuclear power plants. One billion dollar bailout proposed. Oops. Would you rather see a little increase or have to come up with a million dollar bailout for your nuclear power? Did you say million or billion? Billion. One billion dollar bailout of two Ohio nuclear power plants that are on uh, Lake Erie near Cleveland. And then PG&E. Yeah. (laughs) California. Oh, my gosh. How would you like to be an investor of that company? Four billion dollars lost in four days for PG&E investors. As long as there's Santa Ana winds and (laughs) PG&E, your Arizona real estate will continue to go up. It's uh, so heartbreaking. I can't understand it. I mean, nobody likes to see their rates inch up, but would you rather this or, you know, (laughs) have a profitable utility company? Because a profitable utility company is going to be able to keep up with the infrastructure and keep your power supply on. Well, Governor Newsom is thinking about taking it over. <laughs> that'll that'll fix everything. That'll fix a lot yeah, of things. I'm right? sure that'll fix everything. Yuck, oh, yuck, yuck. Man, my brother-in-law from Sacramento just got back from two weeks in India, and he's in the middle of the blackout area every time they have to black it area out. I mean, he was, at his home, he was without power for four days. He said, I just got back from India. We had power every day. <laughs> and he was in remote India. <laughs> now, the answer to a lot of this, it doesn't solve your nighttime use, but solar is a big proponent of protecting yourself against those rates. And just be careful. Make sure you use solar companies at rosieonthehouse.com. We have three great companies. We've got Sun Valley Solar Solutions out of Chandler. We've got Scottsdale Solar out of Scottsdale. And we've got Verde Sun, Verde, Verde Solar. solar. Uh, three great companies. There was an, another story out just in the last two weeks about a company that used somebody that wasn't Rosie certified, big name company out there, and they were sold on savings of anywhere from 1300 to 2700 Now, when you're told that 2700 number as a consumer, you, it's just human nature. We always hold on to that higher number, having those expectations, and they're not even getting an $800 savings. So they were oversold something that wasn't right, and it's, it's, it's math. It's too easy not to project your savings if you do it right and you've got a trusted solar company. Find those guys at rosieonthehouse.com. And a part of getting Rosie certified in the solar industry is we we want to find out how you as a solar company educate your new client, your new solar consumer. Because a lot of times we found out solar customers weren't getting the savings they thought they were going to get. Because they immediately thought with the solar panels, all electricity in my house is free now. And so they would go into binge consumption of electricity. And they would go from 3,200 kW a month to 11,000 kW a month and think, well, I can do that because it's all free. (laughs) So a part of what we do in interviewing and screening solar contractors is we want to know how are they educating you, the final consumer, so you can truly take advantage 
of, of the advantage solar can be installed and utilized correctly. That's why there's only three certified solar installers. You can, I, won't, I won't say all the rest of them are selling smoke and mirrors, but we can tell you for sure these three aren't. Right. And the one that you used to see advertising everywhere. When was the last time you saw an advertisement for them? Long time. Long time. So we like guys that have been in business. And this goes not just for our solar industry, but all of the partners on our network. Five years in business locally, licensed, bonded, insured. And we say five years minimum. You know, we've got companies that are joining the network. Isley's Home Service uh, stands out. They've been a member for, or, or been in business for over 60 years was one of the ones that have joined us in the last two years. Um, Scottsdale Solar, they're a newer partner, and they've been in business almost 20. So, you know, five years is the minimum, but most of our guys have been here a lot longer than that. And our awning and shade company, Phoenix Tent and Awning, yes. I think they have the oldest, the first register of contractors license number. Well, I think it's beyond active. I think they were the first ones to ever get an ROC license. Oh, wow. Still in business today on McDowell and... About 25th Avenue, I think. Or Street, Street. 25th Street. Yeah, Street. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even be 30. Uh, it's, it's down on McDowell. Yeah. You know, one of the things I want to cover in just a quick minute uh, when we get back is with the holidays coming, there's lots of rush projects we're being asked to do. Let me just give you all a couple questions you need to ask your contractors before you enter into a rush contract agreement. Here in our closing segment of Rosie on the House for this week, I'd like to highlight just one more time a special event that will be held this week. We had an interview earlier in the show this morning with Arizona Adjutant Major General Mick McGuire, and uh, he's hosting this special event. Let's bring that soundbite back in. The way they run it is through the the high school counselors. So the counselors set up uh, buses from the district, uh, essentially a field trip. They come out in the morning, uh, get the kids all hard hat. They get out and they spend basically two or three hours in the exhibition area. They can get on heavy equipment. They can drive nails. They can talk to pipe fitters. They can do any number of things, guys that work uh, power lines and, and all that type of stuff. They'll set up all their gear and they'll each each vendor uh, has a different thing they try yeah. to show them. Yep. Dem- demonstrating all aspects of the construction and mining. Right. The mining mining industries well. there as well. And I tell the vendors, you know, I, I've told people, you know, one of the biggest challenges we have in this development area, in this workforce development is finding labor. And I say, hey, the name of the game for these young kids uh, is uh, being able to obviously read and write, but uh, additionally being able to show up on time, stay drug free, and uh, and and they'll train you. It's clear that the appetite for the vendors that come out to this, uh, <laughs> they are looking for people that will show up on time and they'll train you. Oh man, we're we're starving for a skilled labor workforce, and that's one of the reasons that they're having the Arizona Construction Career Days here in Phoenix. We will get your microphone on. (laughs) Still not on. (laughs) In Tucson this week, uh, 
6th and 7th, so a little bit different days of the week, 6th and 7th at the Tucson Rodeo Grounds. They're also having the construction days. It's the Southern Arizona Construction Career Days. They have um, four different areas. There's that general area, civil engineering, mining, utilities, building construction, so all kinds of good things to learn. And if you want, you're interested, the number is 520-777-5807. And you could work for APS. If you're a high school kid, yes, you could. If you're a high school young man or young woman, or you know a high school young man or young woman uh, that uh, might not particularly aspire to a higher degree, get into the construction industry. The labor pool is so starved right now. No matter what trade you want to learn, there's people hiring that are willing to train you while you're being paid to do the job. It's a great career. And if you want to go to work for the best of the best, just go to rosieonthehouse.com, plug in what trade you want to learn, and if you go to work for a Rosie certified partner, you're going to be getting trained by the very best of the best. Now, we've got the holiday rush on at Rosie Remodeling. We're starting to get phone calls. People urgently want things done before the holidays. We just signed a contract about eight days ago for Miss Terry. She wanted the kitchen done by Thanksgiving. We're going to finish. Kane is going to finish the maid cleanup the afternoon before Ooh. Thanksgiving. Ooh, and we'll, we'll, we'll give her that kitchen for Thanksgiving. But it's getting tighter and tighter. So if you're interviewing contractors about getting speed projects done before the holidays, a couple questions you've got to ask them. Who is going to pull the permit? Many times, in the hurry to get things done, contractors overlook the permit, sometimes even purposefully, okay? You don't want work done at your house that requires a permit that isn't permitted, okay? So ask that question, who's going to pull the permit? And if they say a permit's not required, make them prove it to you, because there isn't very much that my remodeling company can come to your house and do and not need a permit, okay? Who's going to pull the permit? Do I get my 72-hour right to rescind? In the state of Arizona, if you signed a home improvement remodeling contract in your home, you have 72 hours to back out of it. Many times, these guys in the rush will start the next day. That's against the law. Do I get my 72 hours right to rescind? Who's going to pull the permit? I would also ask, are you going to test my house for asbestos or lead before you start tearing it apart? These are all steps that need to be done before the project can even get started. And if your contractor isn't contemplating making all these preliminary steps in, in, in preparation for starting your job, you're interviewing the wrong contractor, Okay. Please proceed with caution. You get hot and bothered that this project has to be done right now. You're willing to accept compromises as soon as you find someone that says they can do it. And the only way they can do it, not the only way, but one way they can do it is by cutting a lot of corners. That's actually illegal to do. Don't let them work on your property. All right. 
Well, how'd we do, Arizona? Did we make any headway in becoming your best friend? That's our goal every Saturday and every day at Rosie on the house.com. <laughs>